welcome to Conversations About Life. Well, thanks, Mark, for being a, a guest on my podcast. And um, we're down here in Texas, and you live down here, well, you're, and you're studying to be a, a physician's assistant, right, with your mm-hmm. family. And um, you want to get, maybe we'll just start off by giving me like a, just a little summary, you know, f- for guests, just a little introduction of you and where you're from and where you've been, what you're doing and so forth. Okay, great. Sounds good. Uh, well, thanks for having me. And um, so I'm originally from Houston, Texas. I, um, I went to school at Texas A&M University for my undergraduate degree. Um, studied something completely unrelated to what I eventually did. Um, I studied mechanical engineering. And after that, when I was in school, I realized that I wanted to go into ministry, uh, Christian ministry. And so I went to seminary. Um, after that, and while I was in seminary, I I joined a, a team of of missionaries that were going down to South America. Um, so we ended up in in Lima, Peru. Um, we went down there for church planning. Um, while I was down there, I actually met my wife. Um, we had some mutual friends. She was down there as a single missionary as well, and um, we we met. Um, there through them. Um, after we started dating, we got married pretty quickly. We were older, and so we knew what we wanted, and it was a pretty easy decision. So we got married, and we finished up our time in, in Peru. We were down there over a decade, and and then we moved back to the United States about three years ago. And in that process, we had been thinking about what we wanted to do when we came back to the United States. And... I had been thinking, because of several things that had happened while we were overseas, that I would be interested in maybe doing something in the medical field. And so while we were down there, I started taking prerequisite courses and applied to PA school and several schools in Texas. And after the process of interviewing and things like that, I I got accepted to a physician assistant program down here in, in the Valley, in Edinburgh. UT RGV, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. And so we've been down here for about two years doing that. Okay, cool. Um, you know, just one thing that impressed me this morning when I just met you is like, you're very uh, warm and friendly and, and uh, Billy said, yeah, your wife is like that too. And, uh, um, you know, is that, um, I kind of sometimes I'm just curious about people who are just very warm and I think you know did did they is their whole family like that did they just grow up like that because I admire it you know I'm a little bit more introverted I just kind of hold back some but I really admire people who um, it seems like an act of love to um, be warm and to um, be considerate of those around you and so forth but anyway I don't know it's that just always kind of been a part of your life and just how you were raised and so forth? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, my, my family is a lot like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's an extent to where that's kind of what I've been exposed to since I was a kid. My parents are very warm and friendly and hospitable. And then obviously as Christians, you know, there's, uh, a, a call to to show love, to try to um, show other people the love that we've received, and, and that can look in different ways. You know, that can that can um, manifest itself in, in lots of different ways. Um, but being hospitable, being compassionate, being caring, um, I, I feel like is is an important thing. But like I said, it can different people show that in different ways. Um, but I feel like one way that maybe um, God has has made me is is to show that through my interactions with others and 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 how I greet other people and, and try to make a hospitable space I guess um, 
in my conversations and, and in my life. And so, so yeah. Um, and then I think just different experiences in life um, teach you the importance of, of ways of interacting with people that, that can impact them and, and show them God's love. Um, so, yeah. So when you're interacting with people, are you conscious? Is this a part of your thoughts about God's love? Like you're trying to, you know, think about, well, you're thinking about how God has loved you and you're think, trying to show that? Or does it just, is it more of just, well, that's just your habitual way that you are and stuff? Or is it really a conscious effort of trying to, you know, do that and so forth? That's a really good question because I think a lot of times in life we, we do create habits and, and, and so we just do things because it's something that we've always done and we don't have to think about it and it gets easier over time. So in, in some ways, yes, um, I think it's, it's, it's a habit that I've formed maybe. And then um, in other ways, yes, I, I think it's, it's a really conscious choice um, to, to think about how my actions or how my words or how my persona is is showing someone um, the love that I feel like I've received. Now, I, I have to be honest. I, I think I think there's there's another side too. It's it, I don't think um, I, I think I'd be lying if I said it was all just something that it was a hundred percent pure always. You know, I think I think as humans we struggle with. Well, at least I'll say I struggle with, um, you know, how, how I'm perceived sometimes. And, and so I think there's, there can be, you know, a, a sense in which, um, how do we, how do we want to be perceived, you know? And, and I think we all, I'll just say me, um, struggle with that as well is um, I, I want to show God's love. Um, I want to, to show kindness to people. Um, but I think I would be lying if I didn't say there's also a desire to be, to be accepted by others, you know, to, to make a good impression, to make a good impression, to make a good right. connection. So, you know, I, I think sometimes as, as I grow and as I get older, I, I try to be consciously aware of those perceptions and make that less of, of the way that I treat people and the way that I act and, and more of, God, how are you calling me to, to treat this person in this situation, hmm. you know? Does that, does yeah. that make sense? It does. Yeah. It kind of it's it's interesting to me that um, different people are are kind of different in that regard. Like if I am um, self conscious, um, uh, you know, I tend to pull back and be very careful mm. and not say much. But if I'm feeling um, very um, well, for example, in in just thinking about Christianity, if when forgiveness just really hits me and I just feel free and forgiven and so forth, that opens me up to feel forward and to um, be warm and 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 mm-hmm. otherwise. Um, it seems like the whole aspect of guilt or um, feeling the freedom that we have in Jesus can really play play on people in different ways. And for me, if there's this guilt type of thing going on, then um, man, I, I feel self-conscious about it. You know, I don't want to be around people. And, and um, if I see someone, it's just I'm very careful about how I'm talking. And I end up probably looking aloof or like I'm not interested in them, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so forth. But um Anyway, I guess, and you're not talking about guilt, but you're talking about sometimes you're just wanting to make a good impression. Mm-hmm, and for mm-hmm. you, that comes out as being forward and friendly and warm and stuff. Too. Yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, it's it's interesting that you say that. Like, I, I personally, you know, as, as I get older and older, um, 
there's just so much of learning about who you are mm -hmm. and and how you're particularly made and how your life experiences influence you. And you know, it's there's just, it's just we're all so complex. You know, we have yeah. we have wonderful things from our past and our childhood and we have difficult things and we have different experiences that that make us who we are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as I've gotten older, there's definitely this learning process of of who I am and and how God has made me and how things in my life have impacted me. And and then, you know, as a Christian trying to um make space for, you know, God to refine that in our lives and and to and to really you know let him work in our hearts to try to purify our motives and purify our our thoughts and and our actions and and so it's it's been this process of you know why why am i acting this way in this moment you know why am i why am I saying these things or why am I acting in this way? And then wanting it to be something that, that I can say I was trying to listen to what maybe God was, where God was leading me in that moment and how he was, how he would have me to act in that moment. You know, how, how do you want to, how do you want me to treat this person hmm. at this moment in a way that, that glorifies you. Mm -hmm. um, and so trying to get to the point where that is the actual motive of what I'm doing, mm -hmm. not to make a good impression right. or not to make them think, oh, what a nice guy or what a good person, you sure. know, um, but, but to bring glory to God, mm -hmm. you know, in that. And it's, and it's, it's a long process and it's um, far from over. Is there anything in particular that um, helps you in that um, heart work or whatever it is to, you know, what spiritually nourishes you or um, seems to carry you along in this thing that you're describing as far as the spiritual growth where you're thinking more about the person and more about what God would have? And, you know, what grows you toward more of that in that way? Man, that's a good question. Um, you know, I mean, and obviously as, as Christians, you know, we, we think about the Word and and reflecting on the Word. Um, we think about time with the Lord. Um, but I think, you know, recently um, it, it's probably been a lot more hard times, honestly. Um, so, you know, obviously the, the, the standard answer most of the times as Christians is, well, reading the word and, and prayer, um, which is true. Um, but I, I think recently in the last several years, um, it's, it's been this process of, of just difficulties that have really um, forced me to just struggle with, you know, what's going on on the inside, you know, what is going on, um, in my heart, what's going on in my life. And, and I, I think, I think there's been this process of through difficulties and through struggles, mo most of them just internal, um, the Lord showing me things that, that weren't of him and, but, but kind of having to go through some really challenging internal things for those to be revealed. Um, learning things about my past and how that shaped me and learning things about my own personality and how, um, how I act in different situations and how I react. Um, but, but a lot of those have been through just really, challenging personal times lately. So, you know, I don't know what I'd say for all the different stages of my life, but, mm -hmm. but recently that's probably been the biggest one I would say. So it's kind of like recognizing <clears throat> the hang up or recognizing whatever that's 
you know, not right. I can see how that would be like the first step, but then is it just kind of wrestling with that or like what's for me, um, I can recognize all kinds of problems, <laughs> but, um, then it's, you know, the, the hard work for me is, it's like, what's next? You know, what can make that change? And, you know, what, what can make me feel God's love so much that it has a changing effect on me where it frees me and affects my character and mm-hmm, so forth, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess for me lately, some of that, like I'm, I'm kind of a verbal processor. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that comes through conversations, um, uh, with other people, with my wife, with friends, um, just different circumstances, this conversation. <laughs> um, but just, um, sometimes with other people, you know, wrestling through, you know, what is, what is God doing in, in my life? Like what, what is he trying to show me? What, um, you know, what, what is, what is the purpose? You know, if, if we, if we, we believe that he's sovereign, that he's working in all situations, that he allows things for our benefit. Um, so struggling with that question, okay, so God, what are you doing in this moment? What, what are you, if you're allowing this, what are you, what are you trying to show me? You know? Um, and so for me, a lot of times that is done best. My, my own personality, it's, it's done best often like talking through that with people that know me well. Um, and I mean, different people, you know, handle those in different ways. Some people need to go for a walk or a camping trip, you know, out in the wilderness or whatever. Um, some people journal more, um, you know, different people have different ways. I think of, you know, trying to maybe get to the bottom of what God's doing in their life. Um, so, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I was going to ask you about is, you know, kind of moving into the topic of suffering because, um, you've been in, um, so you've, try to help people who are suffering, I imagine through just ministry um, and then through um, medical type of ministry and so forth. And, you know, you were talking here about God being sovereign. And um, and I think, uh, you, know, you know, that does help, um, I think, strengthen someone spiritually who's going through suffering if... Um, they know that this isn't just a meaningless type of thing. But um, it's kind of, I mean, things seem kind of random sometimes to me. Um, it depends on what it is. Like if it's something big, then I think, wow, what could God be doing this, doing in this situation? But if it's, but some things like, you know, walking through the dark and stump, stumping my toe or something, you know, just these little things happen so much and... Um, and they don't seem very intentional, or they just seem like something out of the blue. So it, so it seems a little bit uh, fuzzy. Um, like is everything, you know, really um, God doing something in everything, or, or what? You know, it's I don't know. But to really know that, I can I can see how that would help a person in suffering. Um, but you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, you know, uh, how much he orchestrates the stubbing of a toe or not, I, I don't know. But, you know, when I think about Romans eight twenty eight, when it talks about working all things for the good of those who love the Lord, um, you know, I, I, I do believe that that even the small things he he can work for our good um and for his glory and um but i i guess i guess the hard question is for me at least personally is 
what exactly is he doing? And, and like you said, I, I think that's, I think that's a key point is, you know, for someone who does believe that there is a purpose for it, it, it changes everything. It, it totally changes our perspective on life and that we can rest in the fact that there is hope, there is a plan, there is a purpose and, and not just some random purpose, but that, that God has a plan for our good and for his glory. And, and so I think that gives a lot of direction, a lot of peace in those hard times, but it doesn't take them away. It doesn't make them go away any faster, but I do think that it makes us, I think if we come to it with the attitude that God is working in it, um, then I, I guess a lot of, a lot of times my question is just, okay, God, like, what are you doing in this situation, in this moment, in these circumstances, what are you doing? And what is, what is the purpose of all this? And where are you leading me? Where are you leading my family? And, and, and I, I think that's a really important question because it's a question of, of faith. It's a question that we, we trust that he is doing something. And, you know, someone without that faith, I mean, I can't even imagine what suffering is like for someone who doesn't have faith because it just seems like it's just random and it seems pointless. But we can rest in the fact that there is, there is purpose in it. And that God has an ultimate plan, and and so that that's given me a lot of hope, I think, in in, in hard times. Um, but but again, it, it doesn't it doesn't make it go any faster. It just I think gives you a, a broader perspective of what's going on. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. It does. So with suffering, mm-hmm. um, like purpose that there's something God's doing. And by the way, one thing, scripture that comes to mind that's kind of curious in thinking in relation to this is when um, God kicks Adam and Eve out of the garden and then Eve, she's going to go through anguish, you know, when it comes to raising children and so forth. And then the ground's going to be cursed, and Adam's going to experience that. And it just makes me think, you know, um, is there a purpose in that? Because um, I guess maybe I used to kind of look at it and think it was punishment. But now I just kind of wonder, um, is it like maybe that's like what fallen people need? They need the ground to be cursed and for there to be the anguish and um and maybe it just it's fitting with the fallen nature in some way to bring us to God or something along those lines i don't know but just yeah i mean that's a that's a good question i i mean you know i think the i think the biggest struggle in our life i mean even from adam and eve adam and eve was this desire to be godlike, you know, this desire to to put themselves in the place of of God, you know, then you will be like God. Mm-hmm. It says, you know, that the, the tempter came and and said, "Then you will be like God, knowing good from evil." And and so there's been this temptation since the beginning to kind of put ourselves in in, in God's place, the place that only He should have, and something about the difficulties and the struggle and the toil force us, I feel like as humans, um, to, to, to struggle, to, to search. And, and I I think ultimately, you know, it seems to me what, what God is after is, is just our faith. 
I mean, he wants us to put our faith where it's, it's supposed to be put, where it was supposed to be put ever since the beginning um, of trusting in him and, and putting our faith in him. And, you know, I, I've found that in my life when things are going really well, it, it's really easy to start relying on myself. And it's really easy to start putting my trust and my faith in, in my own strength and my own abilities and uh, my own accomplishments. And, and so, yeah, I wonder if there's an extent to which those, those toils, those struggles were drawing people back to that trusting relationship that sometimes we don't, we don't come to unless there's something hard that kind of forces us into that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. There's a, what comes to mind is the lines at toward the end of Proverbs about um, don't give me too much or too little. Like, give me too, if you give me too much, I'll say, you know, who's the Lord? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, so, so purpose, um, that's helpful um, in suffering. Uh, a couple other things, you know, me and my brother were talking about this a little bit um, as we were driving down here. And, you know, one thing to think about consider is that there is an end to it so that's helpful and then with in the, the christian worldview you know there's even if the suffering goes all the way to death you know there is a, an end and something better you know afterwards but um and then a, another thing is that um suffering might be a means of serving the lord um like it it could be for me um when I think of like my worst nightmare, I think, how could I mentally endure that? The only thing that kind of comes to mind that makes that makes me think there that that gives me a little hope that somehow um, it could be endured, or the most hopeful thing I can think of to, that would help toward that end is thinking, well, I'm doing this unto God, you know, mm-hmm. and then you somehow you feel more safe like well i'm in his hands serving him as i'm this thing is happening you know but um so what do you what are your thoughts about that does that make sense that just the common everyday illness um uh heartbreaks deaths whatever that the things that our common experience that we experience that is suffering, that we can think of that as like, well, at this time, this is my service unto God in some way. This is what he's called me to, not necessarily to run from and avoid, but to endure and to endure it in the name of Jesus or something along those lines. Man, that's a, that's a great perspective. Um, honestly, not one that I've um, really thought thought a ton about um so yeah i don't know if if i have anything um that's i feel like that's a a good insight i I mean i i feel like kind of like we were talking about earlier um if it is if it is true which i i think it is that that god is sovereign and that he he everything that happens either he causes it to happen or he allows it to happen um then we we have to believe that those hard moments are in in some way from him um because he possibly allowed them to happen and so um so yeah that that's interesting i mean i i guess it is a form of worship, a form of, you know, doing those things to the Lord, um, to, to sit in that moment and say, you know, in in this moment, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't know exactly why this is happening, but I still trust you. I still glorify you. I still worship you, um, as the God of my life, as, as my Lord, my savior. And, and and that in of itself is 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 a form of worship, you know, to um, to still trust him in that moment. And it's kind of what I was talking about earlier. You know, I mean, when 
Hebrews 11 when it you know talks about you know faith and and that that faith is is what pleases the Lord and without faith it's impossible to please God um, that's that I mean it's it seems to me that the biggest thing he's after is 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 are we going to trust him you know are are we truly putting our faith in him and and so I think that's a great point that you made that even in the hard times, um, even in, in some of our lowest moments and, you know, for everyone, it's different. Everyone goes through different hard times in different ways and for different purposes and for different reasons. Um, but in, in that moment, um, am I going to trust? Am I going to trust in him? And, and I, I think maybe that's a different way of, of saying what you were saying. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this unto Christ. Like, I'm going to use this moment as a way to, to serve him and a way to glorify him in the midst of my hard times. And, and I'm going to trust him in this moment. So, yeah. so um, I agree with you that uh, the Bible says that faith is... Um, you know, God, God desires our faith, and that's trusting Him. He desires it. Why is it? Faith is an uncomfortable thing. Um, sometimes I, I just think, well, what do we, what we got? You know, what's obvious? You know, we're, it seems obvious that we're a part of a, um, a wonderful, amazing creation, and we're a part of it. And it's, it's streaked through with evil. So you got the amazing, and then you got the the evil and those are the things that are obvious but the the things of the christian faith for example resurrection and all of that you know that's we just have a promise <laughs> and it's a good promise but it's just a promise um so i don't know um like why does why is faith why is it set up like this? <laughs> like, I'm, you know, that's the question to ask God, I guess. But um, what gives you, um, I guess, if you have any thoughts about that and just what gives you confidence and so forth, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, I, I think, I, I mean, it, so much of, I mean, it, our our Christian faith is faith in those promises. Um, it's it's believing that those promises are true. Um, you know, they, they like you said, there are concrete things here on the earth, but but our faith is that they are created by a creator and not some random act. You know, not this big bang or just, you know, that everything came from nothing. Um, you know, this big explosion. And so, so you know, I mean, every, even, even what we see as Christians is, is this act of, of faith, believing that there's something greater than, than what we see that made it all. And, and all the promises that we have in the Bible, even though they're written down and even though they can you know, be scrutinized and, and proven to be true, it still takes an act of faith to, to trust that those are God-inspired. Um, you know, I, I think as Christians, we get to the point where we just say, well, yeah, they're true. But even even that statement is, is a statement of faith. Um, and And so, you know, almost... Every, I mean, I would say everything that we do as Christians is 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 wrapped up in this idea that that we trust that that God is in control from the beginning to the end. That He is in control from creation. That He'll be in control until the resurrection and for all eternity. That those those are all very strong acts of faith. Um, that we trust in something bigger than ourselves, that our faith in the word, um, is an act of faith. Um, and, 
And like we talked about earlier, like that, that in those difficult moments, having this trust that there's something bigger going on, that, that God has a bigger plan and, and all of that, um, you know, that also is, is an act of faith. And and so, um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's, I don't know if that makes sense, but, but, um, I mean, I, I would claim that everything we do is, is, as Christians, every belief that we have is an act of faith. You know, in one sense, it's a mo- kind of a moral thing, I, th- I think, um, and this doesn't make like the thing that we are putting our faith in true or not true, but by putting our faith in God, it's kind of like making a choice for the good, so it seems like there might be like a, a moral case to be made of um, where you you know, of choosing the very best, I guess, or, you know, that there is to choose. Um, Because it's kind of like, faith is kind of like putting your eggs in a basket. Well, it's, you know, it's, or something along those lines. um, Okay, when it comes to suffering, what about helping one another? So we do have that as well. And um, so it's not like we're in this together. Um, We can help others while they're going through their suffering. And um, I've heard it said, and this makes sense, that um, you you might not want to be telling someone who's just experienced acute suffering, like right away, that this is part of God's plan or something like that. Though, you know, um, but um, do you have any, I guess it really depends a lot on the circumstances and stuff, but do you have any uh, thoughts about how we, um, as one another, can be helping one another along with the suffering of life and so, so forth. Man, that's that is a, a great question, and you know, I don't I don't know how much I have to offer on that. That's that's been a that's been a big part of this season of my life is. Is struggling with that question, um, and you know, I've, I've been. I just started reading uh, Bonhoeffer's book on community, hmm. and wow. and he at the at the very beginning he he makes this. I don't have it in front of me, but he makes these two statements. You know, let he who is you know not comfortable being with himself beware of community, and then you know then let the one who is only comfortable in community, you know, beware of being by himself. And, and it was this, I'm I'm probably not saying that right, but it was this idea that if, if we're not comfortable being alone with God, then sometimes we look to community Mm -hmm. to keep us busy, to keep us busy and to make us feel good about ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so that there's this importance of, being able to just be by yourself with the Lord before running to community. Because sometimes we use community as a crutch. And I don't know if that makes sense. But, and then the opposite was, you know, um, if you're not comfortable in community, then sometimes you might be running out to be by yourself Mm -hmm. as just to kind of get away. And right. I don't want to have to deal with people. And so sometimes right. maybe the hermit, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the, the best motive to be a hermit. You're, you're just, you just don't like people mm-hmm. and, and you don't want to deal with their issues. And, and so we can use either as an escape. We can use being by ourselves as an escape because we don't want to have to deal with people. And we can be with people as an escape because we don't want to have to deal with ourselves before God, just, just as I am. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, you know, in, in, in some ways, this period of my life, I think, has shown me that sometimes I, I expected others to just swoop in and, and save me. 
you know, and, 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 and help me in my, in, in my difficulty and in my hard time. And that if only so-and-so would do this, you know, it would just help alleviate my suffering. And in some ways, I, I feel like God has been calling me back to him and saying, I am your true source of comfort. I am your true peace. I am the one who's going to truly help you through this. I am the ultimate source of life. And then, um, you know, on on the flip side, um, you know, sometimes when we don't want to have to deal with people, we just escape to be by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and so somehow finding that balance between having that intimate relationship with God um, and, and, and finding our source of strength in Him, but then also through that life that He gives us, being able to give life to other people. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, your first your, your question was, you know, how do we help people in suffering? And I guess kind of based on that idea, I would say that first we need to find our rest and our peace in God and, and be fully satisfied in Him as, as, as much as we can, you know, as humans. In, in this moment in my life, how can I be, how can I seek Him first in all things? And then, you know, when he fills us up, then in turn trying to pour that out on other people and, and not for the sake of to get that person to rely on me or, or to see me as, as some savior figure in their life. You know, sometimes we try to go and save people and have this Messiah complex of mm-hmm. trying to, to, you know, be the, be the knight in shining armor that's going to make everything okay. And so I guess, I guess maybe to find that strength in him and then try to point others to him um, in that suffering and, and, and do it together, you know, in community and, and, and trying to not just say, oh, well, you just need to go to God, you know, but maybe that looks like, you know, you know, someone's suffering and, and to go and and pray with them and and not say oh i've got all these words of wisdom i've got all these answers you know just so you think i'm wise and so you think i'm going to help you solve this i ca- i can't solve it for you but i'll be present with you i'll i'll be there with you in your hard time and 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 let's lift this up to the only person who can truly who can truly satisfy you in this time. And I think for me, one of my struggles is, has been wanting others to give me that comfort um, at times. And, and just coming more and more to this realization that they, they won't be able to do that. I mean, no one can, can truly fill me up in the way that only God can. Um, and so how, how can I be a source of, of helping people draw closer to God in those, in those hard times? Um, so I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, um, but that's at least kind of what I'm thinking these days. Yeah, well, that's all real interesting. Um, whatever you kind of more are more inclined toward the community or being just alone with God to kind of maybe push against that. Um, to, and it sounds like maybe you're kind of more inclined toward the community. Is mm-hmm. it? Okay. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but the community can't meet that deepest need. Only mm-hmm. God can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm more of an introvert. So I'm more like, um, community tends to just wear me out. <laughs> but um, yeah, but that that's all. It's all good. But then, I mean, just that that idea of sometimes our inclinations. I mean, at least what I took out of out of that like 
part of the book was was that sometimes our our inclinations, our tendencies, maybe are covering up some of the things that we that we struggle with. You know, some sometimes I might struggle with just being alone and and finding my true source of peace in the Lord. And, you know, maybe, I I don't know. I I can't speak for anyone else. I'll just say that for me. So, Hmm. um, so just, and and that's, and honestly, that's kind of, um, what this season of my life has, has been teaching me is where, where am I looking for, where am I looking for comfort? You know, where am I looking for peace? And, and, you know, I I think the, the Sunday school answer is well in the Lord, you know, but when, when the rubber hits the road, um, what, you know, when, when it plays out practically, um, in our lives, you know, I, I think that, yeah, my, my part of my struggle has been, you know, thinking that somehow these people around me are going to solve this for me. Um, you know, if, if I'm just in enough community or if I'm just connected enough to people, then then that'll solve my problems. And, and I, I wonder if other people struggle with that as well. Like, you know, you go through a hard time and you just expected somehow, you know, your church to just show up every day and just make this problem go away. And and it's just been this this struggle to be, to realize that, you know, as humans, you know, we try to support each other. We try to strengthen each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. We try to help each other. Um, but ultimately, if, if I'm not finding that ultimate peace in the Lord, um, then, you know, other people are going to fail me and no one's going to do that perfectly. And, and maybe, maybe I've been expecting other people to be that savior to me. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It does. And if you do find that um, satisfaction in the Lord, Mm -hmm. you're still free to um, minister to others in the name of the Lord Mm -hmm. and to receive what God has for you through them. Mm -hmm. It's just that you're not looking for your all in all in other Mm -hmm. people. For sure. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um, I guess, um, I guess maybe we'll just go ahead and and wrap up then. Um, is there, um, any other kind of thing just on your, on your head, uh, recently that, you know, might be good to bring up here before we wrap up just, uh. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about this and, and, um, you know, one thing that's, it's interesting is, is, is this idea of like struggle and and suffering. Um, you know, when I, when I compare, you know, just recently I was thinking about just other believers in the world who are like actually like struggling to the point of death Mm -hmm. for their faith. And, and so, you know, I don't, I don't want at all to, to, to make light or, or, you know, to compare because, you know, that's, that's a level of, um, difficulty of struggle that, that I, I've never experienced in my life. So, you know, mine has, has been much more of an internal, um, struggle where I feel like, you know, the Lord has, has brought up lots of things in my heart, in my mind, in my life. Um, that have just caused this, you know, deep internal struggle. You know, I'm not, I'm not starving. I'm not right. being tortured to death. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's none of those things. And so, I want to clarify that. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's, you know. But I think, I think that's what a lot of people deal with at different times. You lose a loved one, and you go to this new stage of life, and and just all these questions and all these issues come up and it's just this very, it's this internal struggle, you know, an external thing maybe caused it. And then it brings about like all these questions. And so, you know, so 
but you know, I also don't think it's helpful to like compare suffering, you know, like, Oh, that person's struggling worse than I am. Or, you know, we, we all have our own experiences mm-hmm. of life and, you know, just to be compassionate with other people that are going through hard times and it doesn't have to be a comparison. It doesn't have to be a, you know, who's got it worse off. It's just, you know, God is doing something in my life that's unique to my situation and, and my experiences. And, and he's doing something in your life that, that is very different. Um, and, you know, just being compassionate with one another um, in these different things that we have going on, um, while at the same time trying to recognize that they're, are other people struggling in, in very real and physical ways that that I can't even compare with mm-hmm. and, and, and you know can't even relate to and so so I just wanted to specify it's it's been a it's been an internal thing mm-hmm. right um, but I mean I, I think that a lot of people you know are going through similar things for different reasons and and so you know, just struggling with what is God doing in my life and, and what is he calling me to and how can I be compassionate to other people who are going through different things in their lives? Um, yeah, just, uh, and, and how can I, um, make space for other people that are also going through, through hard things. Um, so yeah, so just wanted to clarify, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not, you know, being persecuted overseas for oh, my no. faith, you know? So. No, I think that, um, we probably, even though everyone looks pretty good on the surface, we can just probably assume most of the people around us are struggling in some way mm-hmm. and perhaps pretty significantly. Yeah, it's for just sure. kind of, the, it's just the human experience. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So, um, do you, is there anything you want to leave people like? Do you blog or anything that you want people to follow? No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> very low tech. Okay. So. Well, thanks, Mark. It's been really good. I really appreciate you. you taking the time, and so thank you. Thank you.